0: meeting Lanz's friends um, uh, which was also kind of hilarious because they did not believe I was a real person. I got like interrogated the <laughs> moment I walked in.
1: <laughs>
0: and, they, they thought
1: you, were, you were catfishing Lons for her TV knowledge? <laughs> what, did they,
0: what
1: did they think?
0: Maybe that's it. Um, and then... Like,
1: Lons, he just trying to get recommendations from you about TV. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the then, catfish
1: of pop culture podcast.
0: Another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, where I get together with my sisters. We invite you into our family for an hour and talk about things that our family likes, which really mostly involves television and movies. But, you know, there's also some family drama. Sometimes food. Sometimes food. (laughs) Sometimes the occasional musical, which I think today kind of is a musical episode. Uh, And rather than ask you two how you're doing, I'm just going to start (laughs) <laughs> and tell you. You all, go
1: for it. You deserve it.
0: I am just back from an amazing sibling vacation with my sister Becky.
2: Well, I think it's fair to say two thirds sibling vacation because. We were missing. We are missing. I mean, 100. you're you're a,
1: here's the thing though. You are 100% his sibling.
2: So yes. <laughs> it makes it. If you say two thirds. It makes it seem like
0: like Becky had weird Becky had anomaly. three parents, and we weren't sure which <laughs> one. Which okay, one. you right. know
2: what, Lily? I was trying to be kind. I but appreciate it. The gloves it. are off. The gloves are off. No, no, I appreciate it. I was thinking when you said
1: sibling, I'm like, can you really call it that if not all your siblings were there? I said sibling.
0: I singular.
1: Ah, not siblings. Hmm.
0: So Becky and I had some time off and we went to this amazing Los Angeles trip. And I feel like there were so many pop culture events (laughs) that happened during this trip that that's really going to be where we are, where we are with the show. Now, Lily, you watched both in terms of our internal text chain and from Instagram from far away. I have to say it
1: was fun to be a fan. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like to to watch.
1: I mean, I don't know if other people enjoyed it, as much as I did, but what, I enjoyed keeping up with you
0: guys. What were your What are your like, biggest questions? Like
1: Kim like and Courtney take Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Becky and Shy take L. A.
2: But I love. Yeah. Well, we we took L. A. In a very Becky and Shy way. It was not your typical L. A. You know, extravaganza.
0: First of all, we walked most of the places that we went do you know that Which there like are blastomy. no pedestrians in los angeles
2: <laughs> none we were we were the only pedestrians we went for we
0: blocks it. without seeing a soul
2: in residential neighborhoods like not even someone walking a dog <laughs> where do their dogs go to the bathroom i mean i think they don't i think they hold they, it the they dogs, all have the pee do- pads the, the
0: dogs are all doing the keto diet so they don't, uh, they, <laughs> don't they don't release <laughs> solid waste <laughs> and it was so a that was the kind of most amazing thing that we would we would walk for an hour and see maybe one homeless person or two homeless people but no people like walking to a cafe or a job or something like that and and apparently we were in the nice part of LA in that process
1: yeah I'm assuming if you were in the not nice part of L.A., you would not be able to walk around the way you two schmoes were.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Most people thought we were pretty crazy. So yeah. being someone who is observing this pop culture vacation from far away, Lily, what are your initial, I would say, questions or observations of this vacation?
1: I mean, I don't know. I I would say observation. I, I, it's like the, ca- the pot calling the kettle black. Because I didn't really think of it fully. Like, I heard your guys' game plan previously. You outlined it for me. But I didn't really think it through. Um, Because I know Becky's a pretty big go-getter. But when I spoke to mom, she was just like, oh, no, no, no. I never once will be told again that there are too many activities on this trip that we do. Because have you heard how much Shai's doing? <laughs> I think my motivation, so went, my
0: motivation is higher when the things are fun.
1: <laughs> I didn't tell her that. I didn't want to make her feel bad, <laughs> but now she knows. Um, so I was mostly impressed with how much you two packed into what, 40 hours? 36 For, hours?
0: 48 hours.
1: Forty eight hours. Okay, so I was that was my my impressions. Um I'm not surprised that you found large favorite food objects to eat. So that I was not surprised about. If, like you're gonna find the largest something to eat, it's
0: gonna be shy. I did Google so, best pancake in Los Angeles. Right. And like. we went to the Griddle Cafe and had a pancake. Uh, that was the size of a full platter. I would say it was like the size of a whole pizza. The drum symbol. It looked like. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was like a fourteen to twenty inch p- pancake, and Becky sits down and looks at me as the pancake is arriving. She said, "Are you sure you googled best pancake and <laughs> not, not biggest pancake? <laughs> 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 Classic. That's amazing.
1: So that was another impression. And then um, my biggest, most important question was like, I didn't know you were gonna meet Mike Roberts for breakfast. So that was a huge surprise for me. Better I didn't know that before because I probably would have like, like firestarter or something like. I would have started to like or phoenix, uh, you know, the dark phoenix, <laughs> like the to dark burn things. I would have like gene grade the shit at my apartment and just like set stuff on fire with rage. So it's good I didn't know all that he does of the weekend previously. But I would say like my biggest imp- like question was. What was the Lawns-Corman reunion like in person?
0: I would say. It's
1: weird, right, to be friends with somebody over, like, Twitter, social media, then share podcasts with them because you guys are the gold nerds. You know, have a rapport. I've talked to Lons on the phone. I've FaceTimed. Like, I feel like she's part of our crew and yet never met her in person, which is absurd to me.
0: So it was. It's like it,
1: having a camp friend without going to camp.
0: Yeah, it is. And I think that's what it was, ultimately. It's like Lon's was the, like a long-lost camp friend that we never had. It was like we right. picked up right away, and we went on an adventure.
2: Shy, I didn't know why you put me on mute for the last 10 minutes. I keep talking, and no one is responding to me. I, uh, I can't look at my <laughs> Skype. I'm driving. Stop keeping me on mute. I've basically been deleted from this podcast, that so was deleted from our vacation. Don't put me on
0: mute. All right. So... Back would you like to respond then yes
2: I
1: would like to
2: talk about 20 different things that were not (laughs) recorded in my head I was like wow Becky's just really letting me riff and I'm in my head going, damn it, they're really not letting me get a word in edgewise today.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Everyone's got baggage. Becky, why don't you – I'll just leave it at meeting Lons was everything we'd hoped it would be and more. No, she is you truly said it. You wrapped
2: family. it up. You said it. I have nothing to add. You've said everything. Both of you have said everything. Next topic. But it's I would big. say
0: the the thing that I didn't count on was how much Becky and Lons had in common professionally. And they riffed and talked about, like <laughs> – movie budgets and production at a level of incredible detail it was like going to film (coughs) school listening to the two of them talk
2: that's really oh, cool thank you yeah it was really cool it was a super fun surprise to to see how much we, we actually had in common how similar our, our work is
0: i'll say so this yeah, i don't talk about my work on this podcast but i promise you not no I'll, i promise you not a single person we met had any interest or knowledge of the work <laughs> that i do people are like huh okay <laughs> 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 I, I might. You're like well Chandler.
1: Just tell, You're the Chandler of this group. I
0: might as well have Nobody just told people I was a podcaster. Does. At one point, Becky and I. Becky, do you want to talk about when we were in the when we were in the car? When we were in the Uber. I lost Becky. So do you Be- need to unmute Becky. Her? Becky and I were in an Uber. I oh, Beck, Do you remember when we were in the Uber?
2: Yes, we were in the Uber, and we were just like having one of our typical. T- chatty conversations, rapid fire back and forth, basically talking about the Cats show. But talking about the Cats show in such detail about the characters and and analyzing them and where we hope to see them go in the film version. I mean, it was a very intense conversation. And at one point, the Uber driver interrupted us, and he goes, uh, so, uh, you two uh, showrunners? Or well, that's like the biggest compliment you can get.
0: And he was First like, looking of all, for a job.
2: First of all, oh. he was definitely looking to, like, pitch us a script. One. Uh, Two. You should what have been like, yeah, show, let me hear your script. What show would we be showrunners of? Because <laughs> he think Cats is a television show? <laughs> We're talking about Rum Tum Tugger
1: and <laughs> Muskratter. <laughs> so, maybe, yeah. Monk- maybe they're going to turn it into a series. <laughs> a multicam multi cam series a
0: saga <laughs> i would love the multi cam the multi cam yeah. behind the saga so funny. so the so the trip started off with we got off the plane we got the rental car we picked up lawns we drove south to the orange county to see a production to to, to to see a live production of the musical
1: cat but did you when you decide you're going to LA you googled is the, like you just you're like, Well, if I'm not gonna be in New York, I need to see cats somewhere else.
0: No, it's it's that... <laughs> Or do you just
1: go to Ticketmaster and be like, What's playing?
0: That's more what I did and and for me when I travel places on my vacation versus like mom's vacation, things I wanna do are go to like concerts or musicals or shows, you know, things like that. Not necessarily walk for twelve hours in a museum. Yet a you put up
2: such a fight to go to Cirque du Soleil.
0: Because Ugh. Cirque du Soleil is not good. Anyways, so so Becky, <laughs> what, what was your impression of the cat's experience? Because you have not seen okay, it since you were a kid. Of all,
2: first of all, Shai says, oh, we're going to go see cats. And we hear all the reasons we're going to go see cats. I'm like, sure. Saw it when I was six. Well, let's I tell the, the audience that so the
1: main reason is because, and that's how you got Lon's to go, she hadn't seen it, and there's going to be a feature film made with Taylor Swift and Idris Elba and Dame Judy Dench, correct? Right.
0: And we will be covering the launch of that film in extraordinary We've detail. already started. Right. We've
2: already started. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is our our pre-show <laughs> for it. And, so, so Shai's going to take us to this because there's going to be this film version starring Taylor Swift. Lance is obviously a huge T-Swift fan, and... Um, and so to give her sort of a baseline and a deeper understanding of the content I said we, we have to take you to see the show and oh, I thought tell me, all right. it was a
1: JCC Cats production <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like, a, like they were kids
1: it was an elementary school first, first of all first of all I have to tell it's like on you Broadway that the set is amazing and then they walk down the aisle and like it's so impressive on Broadway so now well, I'm I very very for the I saw it when I was six years
2: old and I have this incredible memory from seeing oh, it no. when I was Six years old no no and I thought well first of all I was six so obviously I loved it but as an adult I'm not really sure how well this translates um so I really better be sure about this activity um and we arrive and we look at our Lance and I we we get separated from Shai because we go use the bathroom and we're going to look for our tickets and we're looking at it and we're like oh, okay these seem like 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 decent seats it was like row e We're like all right we'll be on like <laughs> and the, then yeah, there's the just like ropes, probably towards like the two back. Ropes. Not not back. Are <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we getting in there? No, it was like a huge, it was like a Place situation. Like the big it was room. Huge. Uh, it was like the big so room. So like Plastizar. Lincoln Center. Not that big. Like So whatever, but
1: like as an happen. example for
0: Lincoln Non-multi- Center, the size. Kennedy Centers, Plaste Right. that that's Like a big,
1: a big theater
0: situation. It's
2: legit. And we're like, we can't find our seats, and it's about to start, and they're dinging the lights, and we grab an a usher, and we're like, we don't understand where, we can't find this row. She's like, oh, just keep going down. And we're like, what? That seems like counterintuitive. We end up front row center. Whoa. French row center. We are basically when I say within spitting distance of these cats, <laughs> I'm literally not exaggerating.
0: Hey, M- strap was a little mind. drooly, so he, he, he... a little. <laughs> a little
2: Kucho, bit of a did stick. you not realize when you bought the
1: seeds that you were in the?
0: I mean, I I knew at that point, but I didn't tell anybody.
2: Yeah, it was a surprise, shy twist where he where he where he let like that moment just be its own reveal. He didn't build it up, so we were like. Kind of blown away from the very beginning. I have to say, sitting front row at any show, especially one where the set is as cool and intricate as cats, um, and the costumes are so awesome. Ew. Okay, it so it was blew closer us away. to the Broadway production than, than JCC. I have to say, I have to say, I figured we'd be going to like a JCC production. This was like full on Broadway quality.
1: Amazing. This
2: like blows you away, Broadway.
1: So Lon's liked it?
2: Oh, sorry, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to answer or Shy or if you put me on. Yeah, yeah, she, she liked it.
0: She calming. liked it for sure. She was into it.
2: I mean, I think it was a bit hard not to like the, it. The I mean, way- when they start doing the Jellico Cats and you're just grooving in your seat, it's pretty uh, awesome. Oh yeah, that,
0: when, for um, those
2: who did not get a chance to see it,
1: don't worry. Shy has a DVD of it at his house. <laughs> you can watch the <laughs> musical live at Shy's house. Just <laughs> head over to his address, knock on the door. For many a time that was all that was playing in their basement at all hours when you were a guest and tried to sleep over. We'd have two <laughs> tiny little humans climb on top of you and just be like, Let's watch cats. <laughs> just like a filmed production. Just like someone stick it. it was like a bootleg. Someone stuck a camera in a theater <laughs> in New York. And that's what I had on like a replay for years.
0: So So it was a really good production. We were right in the front. We really, I mean, they were looking you in the eye at different times. So there was, you know, there was us and then the stage.
2: Pretty intense.
0: And so that was a really fun, engrossing experience. And I think that's the kind of play you want to be engrossed in. And I would say for the movie, because this is a podcast about movies nominally today, I, I think there are some big questions as to what exactly they're going to do with the very loose plot. But I think Yeah, that the
1: plot is like just it's just from the the poems, it's T. S. Eliot's poems. It's just an introduction of all these cats. <laughs> you
0: go, nice. But if you one go into the deep
2: introduction scene. I don't know. Shine managed to find a lot of depth when he analyzed this story. <laughs>
0: there's a lot of nuance. He
2: found he found he finds the nuance this one.
0: So I think there's some nuance that they can tease out and turn into a real... Like interesting kind of noir story of crime in the city with cats. But are they going to be dressed as cats
1: in the movie?
0: They are wearing mocap suits. And then they're going to do, like, a kind of CGI, like, Jungle Book type of thing that hasn't been done before to mesh them with the cats. So they aren't going to put them in the actual 1980s cats leotards, which... Which are are
2: still impressive today. Still impressive.
0: Uh, They hold up. But they didn't put them in those outfits, and I think that's a good way to differentiate between the two, because the outfits that they're wearing, for the most part, are the same in the live show that we just saw as they were 20 years ago. And so... 30 years ago, yeah. 30 years mm-hmm. ago, too, I guess. I mean, I didn't see it when I was not... I saw. I guess, no, I saw it, yeah, almost 30 years ago. <laughs> and, so I think doing something a little bit different and more engrossing. I also think, so the villain in Cats is McCavity. And I think if you've got Idris Elba playing him, which they are, they're going to be able to do a lot more with it than the little illusions.
2: I mean, too. right now, yeah, McCavity is just sort of like... He just kind sort of, like, appears for a moment in the play.
0: And then has, like, a, a sexy fight with the male cat
2: With <laughs> Monkstrap, right? With, yeah, with, with.
0: Monkstrap and Alonzo. And and a lot of the other cats, <laughs> but it's a... Sorry, okay. So, so we saw that. That was a lot of fun. Then Becky and I, instead of taking a nap, we just sat in the Sophie Tells... Restaurant and put on a show. Watch Shit's Creek on my phone and kind of. And,
1: I was hoping you like, both it. would have been like we went to Chateau Marmont and we just sat in the corner watching shows on our phone. When well, you we were like we stopped at a hotel we... to relax. I was like, please tell me it was there. But I guess it was. Well,
2: not. no, because we we wanted to. We were in the area of where we were gonna go see our next show, and I had a moment of like anxiety. I'm not gonna make it through the day. This is the longest day of my life. And so, Shy went into really good 911 mode, found me a comfortable place to sit down, ordered me a tea, and then we watched shows for like an hour so I could reboot. It was fabulous. Oh, that's good. And then from there, we went to Largo, which is a super cool venue. Where
0: where our podcast heroes? How did this get made? Taped their podcast Tape. and had taped mm-hmm. it the night before, but we were not able to get tickets for that.
2: Could get tickets? So we but we went to go see uh, Tig Notaro do this. What was it? It was like she was just interviewing Sean Hayes. So she was just she was just having a conversation, with him and interviewing him. But you know, clearly all just improvised hilarity. Uh, both of them just being. They're top such of a their great game. combo.
1: Super, funny.
0: But, but they don't know each other very one, well.
1: No right, they they might not, but I just mean like they're really opposites. They're both. They in terms, but, of, they re- in terms yeah. of their energy.
2: They're yeah, really opposite. Exactly, and it was
1: so I, funny. I find Tignataro, when I've seen her in film and on TV, and even in interviews. I find it, uh, her like genius is appreciated so much more when it's put up against an opposite.
0: <laughs> well, that she actually talked about that how she uses silence a lot, and mm-hmm. and yeah sean hayes is someone who really fills the space and so they played together i mean we were laughing so hard we were crying and it was just them talking to each other i mean they didn't even promote his work or anything at any point they just at one point they just started they called um her friend out from the audience whose name escapes me right now who is herself an actor carrie carrie ainsley carrie
2: ainsley carrie ainsley
0: who who is a writer and and she yeah. did one of the funniest things I've ever seen. They just ever. had ever. her come out of the audience and she's a an actor and comedian as well. And they prank called Tignataro's brother and she left him a message in like a made up language that almost sounds like English. But is just like made up improv like.
2: It, it's total gibberish where you're you're like pretty sure you can understand what she's saying, but you're like wait I must have just like missed a word, but it's complete gibberish. So she's not really saying anything, and it's so hilarious to listen to. I mean just.
0: And then well, are they and,
2: touring or is that show only in L. A. No, it's, Ooh, no, it was just like a one time thing, like a one night thing. I think she she's just doing like this talk show where she's just interviewing random people.
0: And then and then. Um, her brother calls back in the middle of the show. And so she answers the phone call, puts it up to the microphone, and you can see her make everybody in the audience be quiet even though we're all dying of laughter. And then she just proceeded to have the most boring conversation ever with her brother about his move. And then she hangs up the phone and she's like, oh jeez, I'm really sorry, guy. That usually guy only the guy only usually says like one or two words to talk, but today he's like, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." That's really it was, cute.
2: It was so great. It was uh, and then not wasting a moment as soon as that was over, we hopped in an Uber to meet Lans and her group of friends for trivia night. And these which be-
0: okay. Well, you so, go ahead. So I was gonna say trivia night and and these guys are really good at trivia. Like they win their trivia on a regular basis. when we when they went to pay the check, they didn't have but one gift card. They had three gift cards that they've been spending down from because they keep winning the trivia at this point. Wow. Player. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I have to tell you, we brought we brought it. Oh we yeah. We definitely uh, had I, some correct answers. George
0: Seurat, the uh painter, yeah. Hello? I got that as one of the answers.
2: I got Jackson Pollock. I yeah. got that you, other one. You, we were Billy, and we were both Lily sitting there saying so proud.
0: We were sitting there being like, oh, why don't we have Lily here to answer all these art questions.
2: Mom and,
1: mom was like wait, just interrupt for a sec, mom was like Heard your guys' plan, and when she complained that she was doing all these activities, and he always complains about activities, mom was like, you know, it's so obvious that you're not on this trip. And I was like, why? And she's like, Ugh. like as if like she's like, for one second I was her favorite. She's just because cause they're not going to a single museum. I was like, I know. If mom Blasphemy. puts if mom puts a <laughs> trivia like,
0: night on vacation, <laughs> I'll go to that. <laughs>
1: I would have definitely, if I was with you, had to to sneak in some kind of museum. So I'm glad that at least you looked at art on Trivia Night.
2: I mean, you could have snuck in a museum visit while Shy and I spent five and a half hours the next day, in the middle of the day, in bed, in the hotel. Separate beds. Separate separate beds. beds. In each of our separate beds. With the
0: air conditioning pumped up.
2: Like, so cold, I needed to take a hot shower after to, like, warm my body (laughs) back up. (laughs)
0: and we 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 just yeah the next day we we ended up napping for a really long time but I would just say when we but arrived to meet Lonza's yeah, friends yeah, we were me. immediately interrogated because they did not believe that I was real Um, they thought pancake for the table was like a made-up name and then the funniest thing of all is I so I sit down and her friend Charlie immediately asked me I need to see your ID can you show me your ID and I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, well, wow, these guys are really, cake. really, really stiff on carting people here. So I'm
1: not gonna say pancake on it. No,
0: but you know what? It also doesn't say. It doesn't say shy because it's shy. my real name is Samuel. <laughs> so they were like, who are you?
1: <laughs> I told you, you're catfishing. They thought you're catfishing for Movie Rex. Uh,
0: then the next day, we met. We had our we met dear friend of the podcast and now dear friend. IRL in real life, as the kids say. Mike Roberts, <laughs> oh. creator yeah, of the Robo. Mike I think
1: if you just say IRL, you don't have to say just in say
2: real in life. life.
0: Well,
1: like
2: that's the...
1: like just pick <laughs> like one. Like
2: if someone doesn't know what IRL is, they'll just Google it. It's fine. They'll just be like, oh, I don't know what that. I'm just saying, it was. just makes just you not look, look cool.
0: I, well, either way, Mike met him in person. Like
2: try, try and use it casually, like friend of the podcast and now friend IRL, just like. Don't make a big deal of it.
0: Anyways, what a phenomenal guy. We had a great breakfast, talked movies. He
2: is so friggin' smart and awesome just to analyze and break down movies with and I feel like every every I don't everything he has to say about a movie I'm I'm hanging on every word. And like legitimately.
0: It's yeah. super cool. And, of course, if you haven't heard already, go back and listen to the Mike Roberts' Last Jedi pitch because <sighs> I told him, I, and I told him, I said, I think about his pitch on how he would have done the Last Jedi story all the time and wish that was the movie that was made. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he did that with a few other things, just casually in conversation, and I'm like, well, Mike should make all the movies.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So That's great. So that That's was,
1: awesome that you guys got to
0: have we, breakfast. Then we took our nap. Now, the shows we watched during the nap included an episode of Psych, a lot of Shit's Creek and uh, Drumroll, please. Well, you ple- forgot.
2: You forgot that we also met the original Mary. Mary.
0: No. Oh, that happened before the nap. Oh, I forgot. That okay. was
2: before the nap. That was like that was in our like long
0: I walk. That. I was building up to that. Walk. I was building up to that. That's true. That was when we walked across all of Los Angeles to Venice Beach.
2: We walked like is- literally a mile but it felt like we walked for two years.
0: We didn't even see anybody on that beach until... It was,
2: like, post-apocalyptic, you know?
0: (laughs) It was a lot like Escape from L.A., the sequel to Escape from New York (laughs) York. with Kurt Russell. (laughs) That's what it was like. And so we met the original Miri, Miri Jedekin who is a dear family friend from montreal the first family to welcome us to montreal when we when we moved she there. was
1: our babysitter and her babysitter and
0: her sisters were our babysitters and it was a wonderful reunion and we it was it was wonderful and and then we also watched during our nap we watched Tacoma fd which i oh, think i sold becky on.
2: Is, oh totally sold me on that i'm i think jones in for another rep that show is, like you said, it's like super tubers but less gr- gross and more appropriate for television.
0: And it's on yeah. a network called True TV, which we it's still made can't, up. We can't find. But it has tons of commercials <laughs> all over the city. There are billboards everywhere for their stuff.
2: Everywhere in LA, there were uh, billboards for it. Pretty cool.
0: And they have a show on it that, in the commercial, has Jason Manzoukas. And I'm like, what is this network that has Jason Manzoukas?
1: <laughs> and and so with all the walking you did, you guys didn't bump into any celebrities doing, you know, they're just like us stuff, pumping gas? No,
2: I don't think we were in any of those areas. Uh,
0: no, I mean, <laughs> L- Lon's is the most famous person we met for sure.
2: And Mike yeah. Roberts. And Miri. And Miri, Mary, Mary, the, you know, the
1: in the biz too.
0: Yeah, they're all celebrities in their own right, but, but we didn't meet any people like that they would cover. And right. So, but that's, uh, there were no, there were no, I mean, because we didn't see people most of the time. it's it's this weirdly empty city it's hilarious and then that night we went and we saw the movie Shazam which now I think we can give a more full review to go see Shazam people DC has figured out how they should make superhero movies and that is with Hart and with fun and with making a movie that's honestly for kids. I mean, it's a little bit scary at times, like a Ghostbusters-esque in terms of the like monsters that are in it, but Zachary Levi channels Tom Hanks in big and mashes it up with a superhero movie just perfectly. There's a really fun cameo at the end of it um, during the grand finale. There's um, some really good action. The villain played by Mark Strong is I think really... Mark Strong is just solid. I wouldn't say he's... He's not at Alan Rickman level or anything like that, but that's someone that I think you can rely on. If he's the villain in your movie, you, you've you got that, that partaking of really well. I
1: love... Oh? Shut can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, sorry. I don't know what happened. I love a good Mark Strong bad guy situation. Yeah.
0: And he does it like, great. It,
1: he's... He's, in, he's a bad guy in so many things. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of him as a bad guy.
0: And 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 you can tell Zachary Levi understands like what he's doing. The same way uh, Aquaman understood uh, the, what's his name, Jason Momoa. Jason
2: Momoa, yeah.
0: Understood what movie he was in. Zachary Levi completely understood what he was there to do. The only difference between Shazam and Aquaman is that every other actor in Shazam understood what they were there to do too so Aquaman right. they, they,
2: they were a little they were each getting some like slightly different
0: direction yeah yeah, yeah. clearly Willem Dafoe filmed that movie on a sound stage different from everyone
1: different <laughs> yeah he was piecemeal together into that movie yeah. he was doing some sort of Shakespearean um, performance like the like he thought he was in the darkest hour or but, something was confused but we
0: need a Shazam Wonder Woman Aquaman team up like those three yep. actors they get it they can make a great story. You do not need Superman and Batman. In fact, in some ways Superman and Batman are they've, so, so I have, let's big be takeaway I away feel like
1: they've it. ruined Superman and Batman at this point.
0: Yeah. And um, I would I would also add about Shazam. One thing that I, I really liked about it is that it is low budget. It is not a you can tell it's not a huge budget movie and I read a great article uh, about how Warner Brothers how warner brothers kind of saved the dc extended universe with a movie like shazam by not spending a lot of money but making something that people really liked good quality that has earned a lot of money proportionally back and i feel like you know you don't need all the special effects in the world i mean there's some flying and there's some demons but there's nothing you haven't seen before what's good about it is the charm and the fun and the family atmosphere about it and uh it was absolutely absolutely lovable Two thumbs up. Two thumbs. Green. Emphatic thumbs up. and totally. I mean, I haven't it.
1: seen it. I don't know why I'm so saying if, that.
0: So if your kids aren't scared, if you're a listener and you have kids and they aren't scared of a movie like Ghostbusters or Lord of the Rings, I would go take your kids. If they are, wait to see it on video, it would be less intimidating on video. And yeah, so, because
2: there's a few moments with those demon faces that are a
0: little terrifying. Yeah, the demons do bite off the heads of one of the character's family members at one point. But it's a bad guy. Nobody, nobody sympathetic. That's good. does. and also the kid actors in it are terrific. Particularly the kid who plays Freddie Freeman, who's the best friend of Billy Batson. That kid was amazing. His, yep. his back and forth with Zachary Levi. They is, have so much
2: chemistry, the two of them.
0: Yeah, terrific. It really, it really makes the movie. Are there hum.
1: any like highly inappropriate big Tom Hanks, Elizabeth Perkins? Like, sex scenes where she's actually having sex with, like, a 14-year-old.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. there, you know, and it's actually refreshing. There isn't a romance there's angle.
1: There's
2: no romance oh, in good. it at all. That's good, because often there's just
0: it's so forced. Ugh,
2: yeah, no, no, no. This is really, like, about two best friends. It's about Billy Batson, Freddie Freeman, and, uh. uh there's no, you know, no romance okay. aspect, which is really nice.
0: And it's about family as well, and, and you know, the family you choose versus the family you're born into. And, and, and it's about how family treats kids. There's a, the, one of the most important threads in the movie is that both the villain and Billy Batson have negative relationships with their biological family. But Billy Batson stays good, and this other kid becomes evil. And that's part of what why Billy Batson is able to become Shazam. And so that, I think, is a really neat thread that has to do with that has to do with choice and and being a good person. So it has a really nice message, I think, in it as well. And it takes place in philadelphia slash Toronto. <laughs> like there, there are definitely
2: Toronto. Oh, they're, so they're, many good Canadian accents. Oh my Like God. all the side, all like the you know side, side actors, side like not even extras. like yeah, like extras that have some lines. They're all so Canadian.
0: Yeah, they might as well. My be.
2: favorite is. I don't think that Mark's going to buff out of my car.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the bullies are super Canadian.
2: I'm going to beat you up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the the, the bullies And they finish
1: are... their sentences with the word no
0: yeah 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 no yeah. No. No. no yeah no. and, and it, so they so it takes place at the setting is philly but they just do these like big scene setting shots of like william penn and at one point they blow up the statue which is pretty funny and the museum but then every other scene with people in it if you ever been to toronto you're like i think i've actually been to that desolate apartment building <laughs> That's
1: hilarious! Oh, that's great. I'm glad. I'm really, you know what? Honestly, I know I don't have. I got no dog in this fight. I do not give two shits. I'm just so happy for Zachary Levi.
2: Yeah. I know.
1: Like, just, I'm really happy for him. That this wasn't like a piece of turd.
0: No, it was. Mm-hmm. It was really good. So it's great. It was really, really terrific. And Lily, what were you watching while Becky and I were on this pop culture quest?
1: You know, I've had I had a tough week, so I'm not gonna um, be much help here. But I will say that, like, I are x rex RX myself. And I was like, you know what? You're having a tough week. I have to, like a bunch of cooking that I have to do, and like cleaning up and stuff. I was like, I need something that's on. I need to not be wasting this time not watching TV. Like I should be watching TV while I'm yeah. doing these activities, you know? When you're just sort of like, I need TV, but I could yeah. not have anything remotely interesting or serious. And then I actually texted Becky because I saw on Netflix that like this uh, yet another piece of crap teen movie came on. Like those things are just like like bait for me. Like I need to stay away. The perfect date. They all have the same lead, male lead. <laughs> like I get that there was the rat pack the brat pack,
0: sorry, when we were
1: kids. Like, you know, like they I mean, just cycled through Rob Blow, Andrew McCarthy. Like I get Don't forget that C
0: Thomas you- Howell.
1: See Thomas Down, who saw, will be at All
0: Star Comic Con along with that us that
1: we hope will hopefully meet. I'm just saying, like, I get that in the '80s they cycled through certain male, like, teen actors, the you know the the etc. But these like five teen movies on Netflix all have the same exact guy as this <sighs> boy, and it's like a bit much. Anyways, um, so I watched The Perfect Date. um <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I'm bordering on just might as well go to the, switch to the Hallmark, Hallmark channel at this point, like, I have to believe, I know that our teen movies were racist and very sexist and questionable. Very, I think they were but,
2: mostly just sexist. I mean, they are probably racist, but they were
1: the, There was some, you know, questionable racist things. There's definitely some consent issues in our teen 80s movies that we love
2: so much. Yeah, you just However, summed up
0: 16 Candles in every yeah, bit of thing. Right. Well,
2: no, but that's no, but the 80s were particularly bad. I feel like by the 90s, it was less racist, right. but still very and, sexist. And consent was maybe a Better? Maybe. Um, and so I feel like yet those movies,
1: I'd rather show my kid any of those movies and just explain that the 80s were more racist and sexist <laughs> and like now you have to know is no And show them those show show my kids those movies than any of the piece of crap that they're making now. Um, however, I enjoyed it, it was fun. Um, so yeah, and I'm like starting season three of The Last Kingdom. Dude, like you, you guys—it's a great
2: show. Is that another Viking Have any show? of the three it's, of us it watched?
0: Is a, it, it is a Viking. Have show. any of the three of us watched the Game of Thrones premiere?
2: No. Oh yeah. No, I, wait. I haven't seen I, anything. All right, we'll Don't do. We'll, we'll talk I'm about it. Sunday That'll and I'm be our do Sunday. A header on Sunday. That'll be yeah. our. Okay. No, I, no, because I like to watch two episodes at once. So I was going to watch yeah. them both of them. Okay, on so Sunday. three
0: weeks from now, we'll if you if you haven't gotten to Game of Thrones yet, three weeks from now, we'll have our review.
1: Well, okay. I think everybody's gotten to it besides the two of you.
0: I had a um, funny. I, just, I, I had a similarly. Wait, I, Funny story yeah. about kids and movies. The to Lily's mm-hmm. thing about showing them movies from the '80s. So my, I, I've been alone with the kids the last couple days, and we had a movie night last night. And we actually did this whole voting process because I didn't want to just watch one of the kids' movies. They didn't want me to pick some random thing they didn't know. So we had a whole bunch of movies, and we voted. Like
1: gleaming the cube.
0: Uh, well, anyways, <laughs> so Spaceballs won. It got it got the most votes from the Ooh, three.
1: Of us. They've seen it. They've, they've seen, seen it many before.
0: times. And. So, Spaceballs uh, has a lot of R-rated humor, and there is a scene early on where um, there is a guy oh on good. the crew whose name is Major Asshole, and the and Dark Helmet, and then it finds he he finds out that it's a cousin of another guy named you know, first mate asshole, and there's all these people on the ship whose last name are asshole, and he says, I'm surrounded by assholes. Well, one of my <laughs> kids jumps up and goes, I'm surrounded by assholes. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, got, whoa, that's a grown-up word. Please don't repeat no one that. No And the kid says yourself. to me, what do you mean? Because they don't know the word. We, You know, we don't say it around. And they said, what do you mean? It's a character's name. And I was like, huh, all right. Good point, but, Good. It, but it's a bad well word, played, so you, child. Shouldn't, so you Whoa, shouldn't say it. I don't like you really the you have
2: no one to blame but yourself. No, and then the kid <laughs>
0: comes back and he says, but I wasn't saying it as a bad word. I was just saying it because all those characters' last name is Asshole. And I was like,
2: "You're like, huh, You're like,
0: stumped. just
1: keep saying Asshole, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. you do.
0: So, <laughs> stumped.
1: <laughs> amazing. Um, and I just want to say one thing. Yes, I'm really, like Viking shows, I'm giving them a two thumbs up. The one – I'm just going to say The Last Kingdom moves really fast. So the story moves along. So it's not – if you're worried about it being like slow and boring, yeah, I think it moves fairly quickly being like an old-timey Viking show. And By the way, um, Josh
0: Crew – furious, furious that you're now yeah. watching Viking shows and that and, the rest of us are. Still,
2: I don't know. Yeah. Josh emailed me about something unrelated to Viking shows, but then put a line in at the end to make sure I was waking, watching Viking shows. Yeah. And it's I'm like,
1: amazing. I feel like
2: you used um, this unrelated email as a way to <laughs> way get me to watch Viking
1: shows. just <laughs> talk you <laughs> about Viking shows. And I just want to quickly, I think before we wrap up, Shai, I don't know if you have anything else. I just... I just want to know if you guys are feeling this pet peeve as well. And speaking of Josh, perfect segue into a kfetch—not um, a kfetch list, but I do have like a—I feel like a Josh-style fetch. Why does everything have to have a stories now? Like hmm? Instagram what has a mean? stories, Facebook has a stories, WhatsApp. Which, living in Europe, everybody uses WhatsApp and nobody just texts. So now WhatsApp, your like status can be like you can put up stories. You know, like as if it was on Instagram. Then I went on Netflix and at the top of Netflix on my phone it was all these like quick stories about the news shows that are coming. Not really previews, it's as if it's stories. It just quick little ten seconds that blurts like it like bleeds one into the other. That's one
0: that's and, one I'd like to that's one I'd like to send back.
1: And then, and then yesterday, my brother-in-law was like, "Oh, so and so, something, something." And I was like, "Oh, how do you know that?" They're like, "Um, it was on their status on WhatsApp." I was like, "Oh, god damn it!" I was like, "I
2: have too many things to too look much, at. It's too much to keep up with. It's I was just like, too much. You to have, keep up with. I, I'm
1: like, too much ten-second content to keep up with. I'm done. I'm just with just the stories.
2: Just assume people are not communicating, communicating anything relevant if they're doing it a yep. story."
1: I'm just like I'm storied. Once I saw that thing on Netflix, I was like, come on. But anyways. All right. That's a that's good that's my crutch.
0: No, oh, that's a good crutch. All right, um, shout outs. Who's got some shout outs? Well, I feel like you and Becky have all the shout outs
1: this week.
2: Yeah, we do. I mean, basically shout out to everyone from our from our trip. Shy. But you know, we just spent a whole hour talking about them. So, I want to
1: shout out to that one actor that's in all those, like Nick Centennial, I think it is. <laughs> shout out to him because <laughs> you know I guess you need to change agents.
2: No, or don't, cause you get a hard <to> work. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah. and I want to shout out to a random. Uh, not a random, per- but someone who I find funny and talented that I follow on Instagram. The, it's, a, it's a woman. Her name is Candice Martela- Martellaro, and she wrote for Stand Against Evil and is part of a comedy troupe called. I think it's a comedy troupe. Yeah, sketch comedy group by definition called Fembot PhD, and I find her extremely talented and funny. And that's awesome. I, I you know I hope that uh, I hope I hope one day we get to talk to her. That would be amazing. Um, but I just have I just, she's a, someone that I stumbled on because of my love of Stand Against Evil and I, it just strikes me as someone that's incredibly talented and funny and smart and I think people should check out if she's performing or anything like that I, I think next time we go to LA we should try to see one of her performances because she seems to be really what talented do you,
1: What do you mean next time we go to LA? Oh, yes, I was
2: planning on going back
0: We gotta go back to LA
1: Yeah Wait, So Shy, you hate everywhere that's not your house how like general impressions of LA? Up, thumbs up, thumbs down. So I mean, A, there wasn't. The fact a lot, that you don't have to walk anywhere is kind of a
0: plus. Yeah, for but you. I I need to in order to eat on vacation, I have to walk a lot. So <laughs> so being able to walk extraordinarily long distances without having to bump into people was actually so quite New York convenient.
1: is more your town then. Is what I, you're saying.
0: I, I liked it. I really enjoyed being in a place where you could where you could sort of you're in you're immersed in there's creative things going on, but at the same time, you can't really tell, like, there's mystery about everything. Like, you you just can't, nothing is what it seems anywhere you go, Mm -hmm. is is how I felt. Like, is this really Avocado Toast, or is this really somebody's podcast? I don't know.
1: (laughs) 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 A little uh, Mulholland Drivey, if you will.
0: Uh, Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, everywhere I went, because L.A. is this sort of pop culture phenomenon, right? I've seen so much movies and things, and 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 going there, I, I I kind of expected to see everything that I saw from L.A. <laughs> and I and I almost saw none of it except that as we were walking down these like bleak streets with pawn shops and electrolysis places, I was like, oh, this feels like I'm in one of the places Tarantino characters would have like an obscure meaning during a Tarantino movie.
1: Oh, that's cool. You had a Tarantino esque, yeah, which is now a word added to the dictionary. Oh wow, cool. Oh, yeah. Right. So well, I'd I say w-
0: that was my biggest feeling, but also the food was killer. The food was amazing. Yeah,
1: we ate some. Oh, killer. that's great. Really the food was amazing. Food.
0: That was really fun. I
2: mean, right. my and only issue with LA was walking and then not feeling like I'm getting anywhere.
0: That that's <laughs> accurate. At no point <laughs> did I feel like, like the I had anywhere. I feel like, I like the Mulholland
2: there so Drive, there's so, there so many Ubers. Feeling. Like you walk, you walk for 50 minutes, you don't get anywhere, and in a $5 Uber, you're at the place. It's amazing. So it's like you just need the Uber to push you over the finish line.
0: <laughs> I will say the Uber drivers were a little too chatty. That was my they only. They
2: were way too chatty.
0: Everyone's taught one I, We guy... didn't
2: even. We didn't even talk about my Game of Thrones spoiler Uber because I am so mad at that.
1: I can't. <laughs> do you that. had a game. There's nothing you could spoil. There's no spoilers in that first episode. That's how no, I feel. No, no, everything it wasn't that a happened.
2: Spoiler about the first episode. No, but the but guy keep did mind, spoil things later I in the don't... season. I go dark. Does he know? Does he work for Game of Thrones? No. Listen, I go dark between seasons. I don't watch anything. I don't read anything. I do nothing. I don't watch the preview. I don't... Nothing. I am just... It's all surprises for me. And he kept on saying, no, no, I'm not going to give spoilers. And I kept telling him, everything you're saying to me is a spoiler. And he's like, yeah, but we know in episode three, this is going to happen. And we know that this person is alive because of that. And I was just like... I was going to put those I, ear have I so cance- sound canceling so,
0: earbuds in. Becky was like I, I was one star for you. One
2: star for
1: you. <laughs> Amazing. All
0: right. All right. With All that, right, Lily, where it? can people follow you?
1: At Chichi K. Gomez. On Twitter, I was listening to somebody else's podcast actually that Ali recommended. Um, Call your mother. Oh, that's great! Was, I
2: listened to that too. Yeah,
1: um, I really I only listened to the Jill Kargman episode, but I love her so much that it was such a it was a great episode to listen to for me. And I listened very carefully how how everybody on the show did their handles, and amazingly they just go at the name and then the social media. So I'm practicing. At GTK Gomez on Twitter.
0: At
2: Paper BK Princess on Twitter.
0: At Pancake4Table on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow us at Friday at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And we will be fifty plus 50, 50 no, plus or 50. minus days 50 days to go until 50. the All-Star Comic-Con. We have the gear has arrived for us to do taping in the field and I'm going to test it out at Awesome Con. Awesome Con is DC's big Comic-Con in a couple of weeks and I've connected with the Take 2 podcast guys and with Kevin and Mike and hopefully I'll tape a little bit of stuff with them when I'm there. And uh, so o- Awesome Con is April 26th like that weekend. And so I'm going to go down there and test out the field recording ability.
1: Amazing. Becky and I have Tickets, very excited for for all star plane
0: tickets. Oh, plane tickets for, oh, no,
1: no, for
2: all star
0: physical
1: plane tickets. Yeah, for all star.
2: And I hope we have tickets to the actual Comic Con. Oh, I guess we have a booth. That's our ticket.
0: Not yeah, it. the booth is your ticket. We <laughs> cool, will. Cool. No, I arranged. I got the tickets as part of that, the package and okay. the, the exhibitor package. So we're. we're oh good
2: yeah, nice. let us know what we owe you. I probably won't pay you back, but just let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, realistically.
2: That's a, that's gonna the gonna correct way to but say it, Beck, be for for <laughs> an older brother. Let me know
1: what I owe you. That's just information. No.
0: There's no <laughs> clause in there
1: that says,
2: tell it, me how much I, I should owe it In moments back. like
0: this, where Shits so Creek, by so the way, I where Lon's gets the I told you show for shits Creek, where, especially when you get into the second and third season, and there's moments when we have conversations like this, where I'm like, Whoa, Shits Creek hits... Way closer to we home do. than something like <laughs> close, this, mazel. close does. to the bed. <laughs> as far as something, we're like, <sighs> uh... yeah, I
1: love it. I love how your wife, Shai, is calling me as we're podcasting.
0: All right, just hilarious. All right, all right, bye, bye love guys, guys. bye bye. Have a great Love day. you, have a great week. You. You. you later, bye. bye. bye.